This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to You Better You Bet Countdown to Kickoff on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Do you better you bet countdown to kick off? Remember that every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you earn BetMGM rewards points that can be redeemed for things like free bets, risk-free tokens, or converted to BetMGM uh, rewards points that can be used towards dining, shows, hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts. Download BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com today to place all your Super Bowl bets because, Mark, uh, seven days were almost down to four hours until Super Bowl 58. Mm. Uh, we've talked a lot on the show over the last two hours about the the bets that we like on the Super Bowl, who we think is going to win, cover, total, props, all of that. Um, and for those that are just joining us now, we're going to kind of run over that again to close out the show. So, Mark, who is uh, who do you have your money on on Sunday, a week from today in the Super Bowl? I think I'm going to end up on the Chiefs. I really do. I just think that, you know, when you look at the intangibles, I think that matters. And it's not, it's hard to quantify, but like, you know, Shanahan in this situation, I think there's a lot of pressure on him, you know, because he came up short last time. And just, you know, it, I like the Chiefs' offense ability to run the football here with Pacheco. And I think if they can run the ball effectively, they're going to be able to take advantage of the 49ers' defense. So, And I think that's it. If they're scoring, I think that puts more pressure on the San Francisco offense. Um, so unless something materially changes within these next couple days, um, I, I think Chiefs are going to be your Super Bowl champions. It's, it's crazy thinking back to where we were like even a month ago, you know, to be saying this, but – I. I think they win the football game. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure if you went back, you could find me at some point during the season saying, you know, this just isn't the Chiefs year. They just don't have it. It's not the same team that we're used to seeing. Well, all of that uh, turned kind of on a dime pretty quickly once the postseason started. And they've been, I don't want to say rolling over these teams, but beat the Dolphins pretty handedly in the wild card. Didn't really struggle too much against the Bills and the Ravens. In the AFC Championship game, everyone thought that that was uh, easily, you know, the Ravens were the right side there, the more talent uh, on, on their team. Well, that didn't really matter because you have Patrick Mahomes if you are a Chiefs fan. So I'm also on the Chiefs um, this this uh, next weekend as well. I also like Isaiah Pacheco. You mentioned him, Mark, his rushing yards. Over 67 and a half. Niners are giving up so many yards on the ground over the last couple of weeks. 182 to the Lions. 136 to the Packers. David Montgomery had 93. Aaron Jones had 108. So Pacheco to go over 66 and a half, 67 and a half. 
I think that's easy. I mean, he had 68 against the Ravens, 97 against the Bills, 89 against the Dolphins. Gone over in four straight games, dating back to the uh, the end of the regular season. And to your point, a lot of uh, work on the ground coming for both of these teams. I think uh, Pacheco over his rushing yards might be one of my favorite props for this game. Yeah, I think it might hit in the first half. I mean, I, you know, I mentioned before I got the number wrong, but, you know, 100-plus yards is plus 300 for Pacheco, and I, I think that's a pretty solid look. Like, I think he can definitely get over 100 yards in this game. Um, the Chiefs have just shown a commitment to running the football, and, you know, and I think that you can have success against this 49ers defense, and when you do, it really exposes their secondary. So I, I think that, you know, Rashi Rice um, over 67 and a half yards makes a lot of sense. Um, I think that, you know, Pacheco as well. Um, and I think the tight ends could have a big game. Like I think Kelsey's receptions and Kittle's yards are, are good ways to attack, uh, you know, the prop market. I think, you know, Kansas City's defense, good on the edges with the secondary. I think that, you know, you can, you can utilize – if Purdy's in a situation where he has to pass because he's in a negative game script because Kansas City's scoring early – and those corners got him locked up on the outside, and then they're all over Debo Samuel. Then he's going to turn to Kittle, and Kittle didn't have a big game against Detroit, but he had a real big game, um, you know. I think before that in their game against Green Bay, and I, I think that he can be, you know, the the guy that they go to to move to change here. So I think it could be a big George Kittle game. I'm glad to hear you say that, Mark, because George Kittle is on uh, my prop sheet as well for longest reception, over 20 and a half yards. He's topped this number six of his last seven games, 10 of his last 12 this season. He's gone over this number in five straight, six of his last eight postseason games. So steps up big uh, when the lights are the brightest. He's also one of their players that has experience. He was on that 49ers team a couple years ago when they played the Chiefs in the playoffs. And to your point, yeah, huge game against the Packers, his reception number is kind of up and down. I mean, that fluctuates more so in terms of sometimes he'll be targeted a ton. Other games, you know, the targets are a little bit on the lower side, but he always seems to make the most of um, what he's given, especially with yards after the catch. I mean, it takes sometimes two, three guys to pull down George Kittle. So for longest reception, over 20 and a half yards, uh, that is something I will be definitely playing next weekend. Anything else that's on your yeah. card in terms of props or totals? Well, I, I like the first drive stuff we talked about earlier. Like Chiefs first drive touchdown plus 250. I like that. I think that's a great number. And then I think San Francisco first drive punt uh, plus 115. Like I – Brock Purdy in his first Super Bowl, I know Shanahan can dial up the plays. He can he can put everything out there. He can set the table for him. But he's still got to go out there and drive down the field against a Chiefs secondary that is really, really good. And not only that, but first drive of the game, you know Spags is going to be in his bag, showing him looks that he never saw before. Um, so I think that's going to be tough. Like, it's a game of adjustments. But I think, you know, having two weeks to prepare with defense coordinator like Spagnola – you know, going up against Shanahan, uh, you know, I, I think that I think first punt, you know, first drive punt for San Francisco is pretty good, man. And plus 115, like I don't see them driving down and scoring points early. They are one of the best teams in terms of scoring first in games. But mm -hmm. you, I mean, that's a good point of like Brock Purdy in his first Super Bowl. The nerves are going to have to be there. Like as poised as he's looked in in some big moments this season, he's also shown a lot of 
times where he's been flustered early in games. I mean, against the Packers, yes, there was rain, weather, you can blame it on that. Against the line, struggled a little bit in the first half. It wasn't until, you know, that final drive that he really looked confident, really. So I kind of like that one. I also like Christian McCaffrey, first half touchdown, plus 130, because that's a significantly better number than you're going to get for an anytime touchdown. Um, McCaffrey finds the end zone a lot in the first half, more so than he does in the second. 25 total touchdowns, 16 of those this season have come in the first half. He scored in 15 games this year, 13 times he has scored in the first half. Uh, so I think McCaffrey, the way you bet his touchdown prop, because in any time touchdown is so juiced, is to um, just take it in the first half, cash it early, and not have to worry about it the rest of the game. Yeah, you know, they get the first drive out of the way. They punt, they settle down, you know, everything, everyone kind of calms down, and then Purdy's able to drive him down the field, and McCaffrey's able to run it at the end zone. I love it. I might bet that live. Like, hey, second drive of the game might take San Francisco to uh, to get in the end zone. But I, I think that game script makes sense. Like, it, But to me, it's more of that first drive is going to be tough because I feel like he's going to be seeing things from Spags' defense that he hasn't seen before. And – that and the nerves, and it's you know it, it's it's a tall order I think to ask him to drive right down the field on this KC defense. So um, I like it. I think there's a lot of good ways to attack it, but I think we're going to be in for a definitely exciting game. I think there's going to be a lot of points early, and then we're going to see the game kind of slow down. You know, as both defenses make adjustments and both quarterbacks kind of zone in, but uh, it's going to be an exciting one. I, I think it's going to be close. Come down to the fourth quarter. Uh, do you have any Super Bowl parties that you're hosting or going to? What's what's it like in the Drumheller house on Super Bowl Sunday? A lot of couch, man. It's a lot of couch. <laughs> so it's, it's a lot of just hanging out with the kids or watching the games. You know, the kids, you know, they want to see the commercials and, you know, all the other stuff, the fun stuff that goes around it. So I'm sure we'll be all huddled around the TV watching it. You know, we'll make some sides or whatever, you know, get some get some good food, but that's pretty much it, man. No parties, you know, no parties for me. Eagles aren't in it, so I don't need to be out in these streets. I'll be uh, home on the couch. Are you a, a pizza guy or a wings guy for our Super Bowl Sunday? What's the go-to? Oh, gosh, I'm both. Yeah, I'm both. Yeah. I go to it all, unfortunately. <laughs> that's what winter's all about, right? It's not summer yet. We can go to it all. Yeah, that's wings, right. pizza, the whole nine, you know? We do have but a few more months before you got to get in shape. Yeah, just don't get any ranch or blue cheese on the couch, that's all. But no, it's yeah, yeah, we'll order it all up. We'll get a ton of food, but that's just the best part about it, you know. It's it's and I know everyone's going to be like, "Oh, they should have it on Saturday because it's you're going to be up late watching it, you know, but it is what it is, dude. You know, it's it's tradition. It's everyone's going to be a little tired on Monday, but it's a lot of fun. The kids it's fun because you get the family around and the different people are enjoying it for different reasons, right? Like I'm hanging on every play. The kids are looking at the commercials laughing and, you know, daughter will probably be excited to see Taylor Swift and, you know, all that stuff. So a little bit for everybody in the drum hole in the drum heller household. <laughs> yeah, it should be a very exciting game. I mean, two great teams. It'll be, I hope it's a, a close game and one that we're kind of hanging on to the ends of our edge of our seat uh, towards the end. Mark, we have like two minutes left in the show here. NBA, there's a, uh, a fairly large slate today. Is there anything on the NBA board that has caught your eye or that you're going to be betting here? 
I think I want to fade the Heat. I don't like the Heat at all. I know they beat the Wizards by eight points and, and ended up pushing, but uh, I, I think the Clippers are, are a good play here, laying a short number, the four and a half. Um, I think they can come in there. I think Miami's you know home court advantage is a little bit inflated, so um, I, I think they can get it done. You know, I, I think they can get it done. So I like the Clips. Uh, I think that's a, a strong play. Clippers have been very reliable on the road as well. Um, I'm kind of looking at the Timberwolves uh, against the Rockets. The Wolves just lost outright to the Magic the other night, despite being, I believe they're like a seven-point favorite in that game. And Houston has not been very good on the road this year. So fading the Rockets away from home and the Wolves to bounce back after kind of a disappointing loss is my uh, favorite play. Minus seven and a half for Minnesota. Um Celtics also are laying a massive number, 18 and a half against the Grizzlies. I think the Grizzlies can cover that. They've been covering some big spreads. Uh, the Celtics are coming off a disappointing loss to the Lakers, but 18 and a half is quite a bit that maybe we get a little backdoor cover there. It'd be nice. Yeah, Grizzlies have been tough. I mean, you know, on paper, they don't look tough, but they, they seem to hang in and cover a lot of these numbers. So uh, that'll definitely be an interesting game. That's going to do it. Here for us on You Better You Bet, countdown to kickoff. Nick and Ken will be back with you tomorrow, live from Las Vegas. Uh, thanks for joining us. Hey, Constable Mark Drumheller, You Better You Bet, countdown to kickoff. <laughs>